Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Welcome back for one more day this week in the Bible Reading Plan Podcast. It's uh, Tom and Steve uh, with you all week long, and uh, we've been having some pretty good conversations here uh, over pieces of, uh, of God's Word. Um, we're going we're gonna to look at Luke 11 here pretty soon, which is the story of, uh, well, not really a story, but Jesus teaching, right? He's teaching on prayer in these verses. Uh, but before we get to that, um, of course, we have to finish off the week here. Yes. Is Steve an expert on the Gateway Arch? He is at six out of eight, and his goal was to get seven out of ten. So will he get one of these questions right or not? Time will tell. Here we go. Question number nine. What is located underground directly below the arch? Is it a fallout shelter? Is it a visitor center? Is it a copy of the Declaration of Independence? It is the visitor center. You've been there. I've yes, been there. Yes. I know that. Right, I feel good now. All, right. All the pressure's off. That's right. Seven for nine. Yeah. Okay, so this last one I like the word matter. Move for a C to a B, maybe, right. or a B minus. Let's see what we can get. Now this this is definitely a trivia. Okay. okay, so in what year was the arch completed? Okay, so was it 1959, 1962, 1965? I'm going to say 1965. It is correct. Yes, 1965. I thought I remembered it, but, you know. Yes, look at that. Eight out of ten. I'm going to go to work there. I'm going to see if they'll hire me as a tour guide. Yeah, right, right. I don't want to Well well done, good and faithful gateway (laughs) person. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so here we are, Luke um, chapter 11, uh, verses 1 through 13, and I will read this passage, and then we'll have a little talk about it. All right, Jesus teaching on prayer. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. Mm -hmm. And so he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, give us each day our daily bread, forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us, and lead us not into temptation. And then Jesus said to them, suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me, the door is already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. Reminds me of Abraham a couple days ago, right? The audacity. Verse 9, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? All right. What came up to the surface? Yeah, you know, a few things. Um, 
So I'll just, the first one is one that was a few years ago that always was reminded and people maybe who heard me teach at Victory Point have heard me say this, but this is the density of my own, you know, my own journey of, of reading the Bible, you know, because when I was a kid, this was a, you know, the Matthew passage is a little longer where Jesus does this, but we would say the Lord's prayer, right? Yep. We learned the Lord's prayer. And because of that, I thought it was just sort of a rote thing that, that happened. But what I realized in reading the scripture is when, when the disciples asked him to teach them to pray, all Jesus did was teach them the, what he prayed. This is how, this is how Jesus prayed. So, cause Jesus didn't go, well, I'm going to give you a little formulaic prayer that you guys can say around the dinner table later yeah, on. Right. He, he said, Oh, this is how I pray. Mm -hmm. So that's powerful for me. It's, it's to think this is how Jesus talked to his heavenly father, you know? Um, and that brought some just real power to me. Every time I read this, I no longer see it as a, as a, a rote. Yeah. A thing that we say because it's the only prayer people know right, I say, right. you know, or something like that. Um, that. And look how short it is. Yeah. Right. Right. It's not like he went on and on about right, it. He said, right. well, this is, this is what I'm going to say. And, and the other thing is like, there's intentional pieces to this, right. That I think for me, connect with the rest. I can't read these first views verses uh, or the last verses would say, hey, God's going to give you what you want. Because I think we do that sometimes. He says, well, you know, uh, you know, ask and it'll be given. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. See, God's just a genie. And if you just mm -hmm. ask for it, you'll get it. And Jesus, no, I don't think that's what he's saying, right? I think he's saying, well, if you understand how you're going to be in relationship with God through the Father, you realize yeah, he's, he's a dad who loves you and knows what's best for you. He's a God who's holy and knows better than you, right? It's like um, he, he's going to give you what you need, not what you want. Yeah. You know, he, he, you're going to have to, you know, he'll forgive your sins, but you got to be serious about forgiving other people's sins and you got to mm -hmm. avoid temptation. Okay. It's in the context of sort of that kind right. of attitude that he says, okay, ask. If you, mm -hmm. if you can kind of have that attitude, I don't know if that makes sense. But for me, it's like, it's not this blanket at the end you know, you get whatever you ask for. Because I had written that down while I was reading. Yeah. I was like, okay, it says, ask and you will receive, you know, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to it. I'm like, always? Yeah. That, that's what I asked in yeah. my head. I'm like, really? Always? Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's more, I think it's more along the lines of, hey, God's going to listen to your prayer when you have an attitude of the heart. Because think about this. I mean, right? I mean, Jesus in very famously said, sat in the Garden of Gethsemane and said, hey, if uh, if you could take this away from me, do I it. Love it three <laughs> times, multiple times, and the father did. Right, and it's because Jesus had an attitude that said, "Hey, I know who you are. I I know you're holy. You're my father. You're my father. You know better than me." You know, there's there's a submission, and for me, that's been a a good learning experience is to realize that prayer, for me, and I think for all of us, is an incredible act of dependence. It, it really is an opportunity for us to say, God, I'm going to ask you for these things, but, you know, I, I know that you know better. Hmm. And so I'm just going to trust you. That makes me think of like a, a kid climbing up onto dad's lap. Mm -hmm. Right? Dad? You know, and the, the, I love that picture. You know, he, he is our dad. Yeah. Right? He's our Abba. Yeah. But yet, he's holy, like you said earlier, yeah. right? Hallowed. And he, right, and he knows best. So he wants us to ask. Right, right. 
He wants us to ask. He wants us to come. That's a great, I think that's a great picture. He wants us to climb on his, up on his lap because it's, it, prayer is as much about developing intimacy with God as it is, well, it's probably more than this than getting what I want, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, but, but every time I have to, I go to the Lord in prayer, um, it, it develops intimacy mm-hmm. it, and it says to him, I, I, I believe, you know, what's best. I, I'm going to depend on you for this one. But God says, I still want you to ask me. Right. I, I, I still want, if you need something, let me know, but do it with an attitude that says, you, you know, what's best. Right. And it's so, not, it's not in here, but it says your kingdom come, but yeah. your will be done. Yeah. Is right. that mentioned in the Matthew passage? Yeah, it's probably? in the Matthew passage. Yeah. yeah. On earth as it is in heaven. Right. 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 So it's got, it's God, you know, yeah. Do you, you know, what's bad. I, or not, you know, I know who you are and I know who I am and I want to be in relationship with you, but I want to, I don't want to confuse those two things. Mm. So I know that I need you and I know that you need know best. Right. And that's really hard. It's, it's hard because we've, all of us have prayed for something that hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. And we believed that it was the best. And on this side of heaven, you know, lots of times we're just not going to know why that wasn't answered. Right. Sometimes you know? you find out, but yeah. I mean. But oftentimes back, but we, don't. we don't. So, you know, it frames, again, I, I love the, I, I keep on asking. There's a, there's a, again, boring stuff, but um, in the Greek, there's a, there's a, there's the sense of, now I'm preaching a little bit. Sorry, <laughs> sorry okay. gang. Sorry. I, it's an occupational hazard. It's when he says this in verse nine, it really is this keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on looking. Mm. Keep, so it's an ongoing. It's an ongoing thing. And that's what happens in relationship, mm-hmm. right? I mean, uh, and you should just keep doing that. And, right. I, and I love the fact that even at the end, when he says, um, uh, it talks about, you know, your sons ask for a fish. You're not going to give them a snake. That's ridiculous. How much more will your father in heaven? And look what he gives. He gives the Holy Spirit. So he's talking about, I'll give you my presence. Mm-hmm. And when I think about it, I mean, I've been a Christian for 47 years. I think that's good. That's about all I need, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I'd like you to give me certain things, Lord, and take care of these problems. But if you just... If you just give me your presence, right. I, that'll be good. I like that. That'll be good. So, um, yeah, I, it's a great passage mm. you know, for me anyways. So, I mean, so now if we look back on the you know, on the week, mm-hmm. you know, do you, do you see this tying in with like that passage from Hosea at all or from Psalm 85? Do you see any, or Genesis with Abraham? Do you, I mean, do you see any connections here? Yeah. Or? I mean, there's this, there's this, I wrote the word down, God's faithfulness, our unfaithfulness and, and our, um, our perspective on being able to come to him with things. And when we know that he's a faithful God, then he invites us into relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean, Abraham was pretty gutsy, you know, (laughs) this is actually pretty, you know, go ahead, ask. Right. But it's all dependent upon understanding that God is a faithful God, that he knows what's best. He's always going to be there for us. And, um, yeah, so for me, that's faithfulness is this huge theme, I think. And I don't know if it's an age thing or just a when you get a little older. I, I remember a few years ago, I don't even know the name of the song, but um, all you know, you, you, there's that there's that phrase that all, all my life you have been faithful. That's right. And I remember, I don't, 
I was singing it somewhere. It was it wasn't here, but I just started to tear up, mm. realizing, you know, that in the face of of things that just were my own unfaithfulness or a world that just was a mess, God was always faithful. Um, not always in the way I wanted him right. to be, but always was. So right. to me, that's a theme that kind of runs through sure. this thing yeah. the whole week. I think the next line in that song is like, you've been so, so good to me or something yeah. like, yeah. so good. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So, well, cool. Um, so here we are, end of the week. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you be willing to like pray for our listeners yeah, um, as we kind of close absolutely. up this week here on the absolutely. podcast? Father, you are you are a good God, and we're so grateful for your goodness and your faithfulness. Um, I pray, Lord, that um, for those who are listening, that they will experience that, that they will grab hold of it, that they'll lean deeply into um, your love for them and your like for them, mm-hmm. and that um, in this week, they would know your presence and they would experience um, the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.